We're back on Show Me Today. I'm Bill Pollack. The Federal Reserve has raised the interest rate to a 16-year high, and the country is still fighting inflation. Anthony Morbeth is back again with Jackson Hathaway from the Missouri Bankers Association. Jackson, welcome. Uh, a 16-year high. How dramatic is that? The Federal Reserve raised rates by another 25 basis points, and that can sound very academic. And for some people, they hear uh, things like it's a 16-year high. And when we look at what the Fed funds rate is or the range that they have, have placed, and it, it seems like uh, that is a, uh, a very rapid and dramatic increase in rates that the market has struggled to adjust to. And on one level, that is absolutely correct. We have kind of had an unprecedented speedy increase, as it were, in how rates have moved up. Now, that said, when you compare where rates are to historic averages, they're actually not that out of alignment with what would be considered a normal rate environment. It's really that the inverse was true. We were in a very low rate environment following the financial crisis of 2008, 2009 for a long period of time. You know, the Fed cut rates uh, almost down to zero and then kept them there. And every time we started to tick back up, something would happen and we'd tick back down. And so the Fed has moved rates into that range faster because they have a mandate. They really have a twofold mandate that they're focused on. The first is, of course, to make sure that inflation, as we all know, is under control. And right now, it, it doesn't feel that way to most people. Um, we're seeing indicators that it's getting back to at least some kind of normal trend. That trend is still upward. It's, it's not as rocket ship upward, but it's still moving that direction. Uh, the Fed wants to see inflation around 2% per year. And they, a couple of years ago, passed this floating range of, of allowance for that so that it would average 2% over time. But they're still well above that. And the other piece of what the Fed is supposed to do is manage the unemployment numbers. And, of course, as everyone is aware, unemployment has been a weird part of this puzzle. Uh, post the pandemic, uh, people didn't return to jobs as quickly as they thought that they would. And um, businesses were hiring like crazy, couldn't get workers. Um, and so you saw wages going up in an effort to bring people into the employment system. And unemployment just stayed low and low and low. And so finally, we're seeing both of those trends start to go the direction the Fed wants to see. We're starting to see unemployment uh, tick back up, interestingly, which is uh, what you would think would be bad. But for the Fed's perspective, they want to see that number move a little bit. Uh, and then inflation to come down a little bit. And the only mechanisms or one of the two mechanisms the Fed has to control both of those problems is by raising rates on the really overnight exchange rate on banks. Um, and I think that's the other part of this puzzle that most people, for very understandable reasons, don't have any insight into. Uh, most of us don't spend our days talking about what the Fed is and how it works and what it means when they raise rates. The Fed essentially controls the amount it costs to borrow money from bank to bank overnight. And so they target a rate range that banks can issue uh, to one another for those kinds of exchanges so that the liquidity is moving in the system and banks are capitalized to the degree they're supposed to be capitalized. And it's just a normal part of the process. And when they raise those rates up and it costs more money to move uh, funds like that or to store funds uh, across banks, that's what starts to slowly move its way out into the broader financial system so that you see loan rates on autos are a very easy example. Uh, start to go up uh, pretty quickly after a Fed funds rate increase. But it, it moves across the various lending sectors. And then you'll have um, uh, commercial loans that are set to reprice at certain times. Those will reprice because that cost has gone up. And so, therefore, the rate on the commercial portfolio will go up as well. So everything the Fed does, it controls this one sector or this one piece of the puzzle. 
And when they raise rates, it happens for, the, for that part of the, the, the whole infrastructure um, it, relatively quickly, but it takes time for it to affect the broader environment because you have to translate through the layers. If it affects the banks moving money between each other, then it begins to affect over time auto loans, home loans, commercial loans, and also deposit yields. So if you're a person putting your money in a bank, um, we haven't talked about significant savings rates in years and years and years in banks because rates were so low. Um, the uh, banks were not able to pay out money on deposits or not a lot of money on deposits because the rate environment was low, so loan rates were low. As the Fed has moved its rates, there is increasing uh, pressure on banks to raise their deposit uh, and savings rates at the same time because consumers know they can go out and, and uh, rate shop for the first time for their deposits in a long, long time. So all of these things are happening at once, and they seem to be uh, a part of this this broad news story that the Fed has raised rates rapidly, that it did it again and put 25 basis points or 25.25% is maybe a better way to say it, um, on top of the rate increases we've seen. But the reality is what they did is they changed this one mechanism that they control and we have to give it time for all of those changes to make their way through our financial system. And generally, as consumers, our day-to-day uh, living and, and um, economic interactions, whether that's um, through purchases we make or savings we choose to, to put into our various bank accounts, um, whatever that may be, it's all this, this downstream effect of Fed decisions. And I think arguably what's happened is the Fed has moved so quickly that we haven't been able to see how effective their policy, their monetary or fiscal policy, has been yet. We're starting to see indications, but there's a lag because of the way that the Fed is structured. And so that's the very high-level overview of where we stand right now. The Fed has been raising rates. It takes time for those rate increases to impact all the various elements of day-to-day life for consumers that we uh, kind of immediately and intuitively assume will change as a result of the Fed rates increase. Um, and so it, it is easy to get lost in the confusion and the, the noise around it. But the reality is that it, we have to give it some time to see how their rate increases affect the broader market. We're talking with Missouri Bankers Association President Jackson Hathaway here on Show Me. Today we're talking about the interest rates. The Federal Reserve has raised the interest rate once again. And we as a country are still fighting inflation, have been for quite some time. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Missouri, seeing as how you are the president of the Missouri Bankers Association. Association. With those rates rising, have you noticed a decline in business, uh, specifically loans statewide? That's a great question. And it's very market dependent. Uh, When we talk to banks around the state, it's incredible. Some banks absolutely have seen things slow down. They've seen commercial entities start to pause activities they otherwise would have been boring into by borrowing money and putting it into, you know, scaling up operations or hiring or technology improvements. Um, and then there are other communities, some of our, our larger metro areas, where business is just continuing to pop and percolate. So um, I think what you are seeing, if I were to just categorize it broadly across the state, it's not as active as it's been in the last three, four years. And that's what the Fed wants to see. They do want to see slow uh, in, uh, decrease in commercial activities. They don't want to see, rapidly fall off. They don't want to see a, a severe recession, but they do want to see a pullback in those activities. From Missouri's standpoint, it's working in some areas. They're seeing what they want. I don't love it myself, but they are seeing some of that. Uh, in other areas, uh, we're still seeing things moving pretty aggressively uh, as businesses try to take advantage of, of opportunities to get now workers back in for the first time in months and maybe years expansion plans they put on pause through covid they still want to aggressively move into 
So it's a mixed bag for Missouri right now. Some areas where you see a little bit of slowdown and other areas where it seems to be business as usual. So in regards to trying to address everyday Missourians who are listening to uh, us discuss and talk about the interest rate, what could you possibly try and do? Uh, What could you possibly tell them to try and uh, potentially calm any concerns they may have in regards to the uh, ever-rising interest rate? You know, the, the first the first piece of, of information I put out there is really it's, honestly it's a great time to be a consumer uh, if you think about uh, the opportunity to make money on your deposits. Uh, your bank is FDIC insured. Uh, your deposits are safe up to FDIC insured limits, and as we are all now aware, you know that's two hundred fifty thousand dollars per deposit account. But that has structures within it that allow you to go beyond that if you, as a consumer, needed more deposit insurance than that. And that includes certificates of deposit, uh, money market funds, savings accounts, checking accounts, all the stuff that that you think of. Well, for the first time in a long, long time, you're seeing really good CD rates out there. So if you have funds sitting in your bank, sitting in a checking or savings account, I would encourage you to go take advantage of the fact that most of these banks are looking at their CDs and offering better rates for 7, 10, 13, 15-month CDs than they have in a long, long time. And if you have money sitting on the sidelines that you want to put into a secured platform, that's the way to do it. You can put it into um, either uh, the bank's money market or savings structure. You can put it into CDs, and you can make better money off of those investments and those dollars. I hate to even call them investments because it's really just savings. You can make money on your savings compared to what you might not be able to make right now if you decide to be in the stock market or if you're just sitting in a plain old checking account. It's a really good time to look at your savings, talk to your banker, and ask your banker to make sure that you're optimizing the amount of return you're getting out of that because we haven't seen rates go up. And when rates go up, there are opportunities for savers like everyday Missourians to do better with their banks. And that's a great thing, you know. Uh, secondarily, if you are looking at taking out a home loan or you're looking at a, at a car loan or, or you're a commercial entity and you're thinking about do we or do we not uh, take on this line of credit or, or you know, uh, extend some, some opportunities out there for, for significant loan activity, you know, there's always um, a, a kind of hidden part of, I think, the world of lending that's more confusing than it should be, and that is you can take a loan out and get a rate right now, but if market rates change, there's always an opportunity to refinance that loan. So a good mortgage lender right now will tell you, yeah, if you want a home and you're comfortable with the price, the rates are higher than they were 12 months ago or, or 24 months ago. It doesn't mean you shouldn't buy the home. It means you should take the home if you found the one you want and then be prepared to refinance when rates inevitably go back down because we know that banking is cyclical. We know that rates go up. We know that rates go down. We know that rates go up. We know that rates go down. And that's just a normal process that we plan for and that good banks, good, healthy, strong banks like Missouri plants look at and strategize around. So um, in reality, there are lots of ways not only to do the things that will earn you money through the banking system, but to also continue to achieve those life goals you have, just a little little more strategic awareness about planning for the future, making sure that you are as uh, careful with your decision-making as you can be. And I'll tell you right now, every banker in Missouri will help you with that. We have a very, very sound, a very, very smart banking system. We're fortunate here in Missouri to have the banks that we have. And I can't speak highly enough of the work they do every day in their communities to help borrowers and depositors make the best decisions for their financial well-being that they possibly can. President Jackson Hathaway of the Missouri Bankers Association talking about the interest rate and the fact that the Federal Reserve raised it once again to a 16-year high as we are fighting inflation here on Show Me Today. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.